All right, guys, we know you love the Chargers, but you also probably love saving money, too. And Mercury Insurance can help you with that because Chargers fans save an average of $769 with Mercury. That'll get you great seats for the game and jerseys for the whole family, too. So what are you waiting for? Get a quote today at mercuryinsurance.com to see how much you could save. It only takes a few minutes to switch, and it could save you a lot of money. Don't wait. Get a quote today at mercuryinsurance.com. Savings info based on 2019 California Department of Insurance Rate Comparison Profile 38A. Individual savings may vary. What's up, guys? Welcome to The Final Drive, presented by Mercury Insurance. Along with Haley Elwood, I'm Chris Harry as the Chargers get back in the win column over the Bears 17-16 at Soldier Field. Haley, the first ever win at Soldier Field for the Chargers. I saw that. I had to do a double take. The only time they had won in Chicago, 1970 at Wrigley Field. It's pretty crazy. I mean, obviously, you know, these are one of those, these are two teams that don't meet very often the way it's currently set up. Sure. Every eight years, they're, you know, every four years, they alternate who plays home, who plays away. But Soldier Field, though, is one of, we talked about it, one of those super historical kind of football OG Mecca stadiums, if you will. So it's very cool to kind of go in there and get a get a win. And Casey Hayward talked about it. He played in the NFC North, I think, four years, and he said, you know, it's a hostile environment. And those Bears fans, they were hot. They were out there. They were out there. They were out there. And they were a little fired up, too. Yeah. I think there was some frustration with their offense yes. only running the ball seven times last week. They certainly made up for it. They, they almost kind of force-fed mm-hmm. David Montgomery. I did have 27 carries. Something, something along those lines. They definitely did. So if you want to talk about, you know, football of the North going through the trenches, that's certainly what the Bears did yesterday. These games have been so close. We go yeah. last week, the Titans, a yard separated win and loss. Mm-hmm. This week, an Eddie Pinero Inches. field goal. <laughs> Wide left. Yeah. Not by a lot. Not by a lot. Besides the game. Uh-huh. To see this team, and we talked about this with guys in the locker room. You're going to hear from Hunter Henry, Rayshon Jenkins, and, and Roderick Teamer a little bit later. But just to keep fighting, to keep staying in the fight, and then maybe good things happen. And it, it comes down to a play or a missed field goal that could maybe flip a season. Totally. And I think that's what was so encouraging yesterday. And that's what Chargers head coach Anthony Lynn talked about after the game. They found a way to win. And that was the story of the last three weeks. Where is that fight? You know, where, why can't they come through at the end? And he said they won the fourth quarter and they did do that. And then they had, you know, obviously the Bears kind of came back, put a little nice drive towards the end of the game. Say what you want about the kneel downs and, and then yeah. being able to set Pinero up at that, at the 40 or whatever we'll it was. We'll let Chicago talk ready to yeah. go. <laughs> Handle that Handle one. That I'm one. Sure, they're, yeah. sure they're talking about it today. But this team did. They were able to close it out, to find a way to win a game, and they did. And I think that's just a huge confidence builder, especially, and I heard Good Morning Football talk about this after what happened in Tennessee, because I think so many of us had questions on how this team was going to respond, how this team was going to show that resolve, and they certainly did that. And they did that all last year. Uh And there's so many guys that carry over into this year. So to see that fight, it's easy to to lose a game and be as gutted as you were in Mm -hmm. Nashville, to be like, oh, man. Like, how do you rebound? How do you get back to playing a football game on the road against an opponent that needs the game as much as you do? as badly as you do, yeah. Right? So to go into Chicago, it's not an easy place to play. We talked about it. The the crowd was into it. Mm -hmm. It was a sold-out crowd at Soldier Field. To go in there and just go tit-for-tat with the Bears, time of possession. The Chargers defense was on the field for 38 minutes. So those guys deserve a ton of credit 
for being able to hold this Bears team to just 16 points. It's so impressive. I mean, and when you look at some of the individual performances, you can't talk about this game with talk, without talking about Joey Bosa. Seven total tackles, two sacks, four tackles for loss, three quarterback hits. I mean, the guy is an animal out there. And to your point of time of possession, when you're out there playing for as much as you did, whew, like, aren't you tired? Gassed. <laughs> Gassed. Gassed. But he goes 100%. And also, just to kind of tack on to how we would see this team re- respond from last week to this week, I mean, Joey kind of mentioned it in the locker room last week. This will be a good test. We'll see who's with us, who might not be with us. And I think on Sunday you saw the fact that this whole Chargers team rallied together. Joey, basically just a man of his word this he week. Is. He was fantastic. Joey Bosa was fantastic in this game. He was a monster. Two mm-hmm. sacks, tackles for loss. He was all over the field. And I think just having Melvin Ingram yep. on the field at the same time just helps Joey that much more. I think it does, too. You get that bookend buddy because obviously he's not being double teamed or triple teamed or whatever it is when he's flying solo out there. Now you have to count for both of them. And they're a force. You know, we talk about the AFC West has some dominant pass rushers, and those two guys are near the top, if not the top of the list. I mean, they're they're outstanding. And what that defense did yesterday, and specifically what Joey Bosa did, was just incredible. So I had to look this up before we got on. The Chargers field goal block team. The opponent has mm-hmm. missed nine field goals this year and five extra points. Something's going on. Something's going on there. Something is going <laughs> on. And Hunter alluded to it. Yeah. You'll hear from Hunter in a minute. He said that even the ones that were made today didn't look that great. Uh-huh. So there's something going on in this special team. you got to give assistant head coach uh, and special teams coordinator George Stewart a ton of credit. A lot of credit. And I think they talked about it. it's that push-up front, just that pressure that comes on from you know, the Chargers team on making those plays that I think for a while it was almost this kind of funny joke of the Chargers obviously have had struggles in the past with kicking, but then it's like, oh, are they putting like weird voodoo on teams? <laughs> no, they're just doing a really great job at being able to get pressure on kickers because we've seen week in and week out guys who are usually automatic, you know, Adam Vinatieri week one, things like that, that just you kind of go, whoa, wait a second. And they came up big yesterday because Pinera also missed a field goal earlier in the game as well. Which goes to what you were saying earlier about taking taking a knee yeah. at a 41-yard field yeah. goal as opposed to maybe getting five or six yards more. But listen, y- you take a win any way you can get yep. it in the NFL. Offensively, Keenan Allen came into this game a little injured w- with, sure with the hamstring. Play. We didn't know if he was even going to play. Russell Kuhn was back a very welcome sight for this mm-hmm. offensive line at the same time the running game uh, under 40 yards for the fourth straight week that's something that just for time of possession purposes right. and sustaining drives this offense is going to have to sustain drives and keep the defense off the field a little bit better they are and I mean Anthony Lynn has talked about playing complementary football and that is ultimately when you kind of look at teams that have great records right now in the NFL, there is that balance. There's that ability to find that balance. I mean, for Austin Eckler to just have three rushing yards yesterday, mm. it's that's not that's not normal. That's no. not right. And so they, they definitely do have to get that figured out because you also, about in terms of time of possession, you don't want to keep your defense on the field that long. No, you, you can't. be able to, sus- to sustain drives. You can't do it, Haley. And the weapons that this team has, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Hunter Henry on the outside, mm-hmm. and then you got Austin, who you could line up anywhere, yep. Melvin Gordon, Pro Bowl running back, mm-hmm. this team has to find balance this back half of the season if they're going to have success and make a run at this AFC West. Listen, at 3-5, and five, 
You still have five AFC West games mm-hmm. to go. Everybody in the division lost yeah. on Sunday. So you have five AFC West games in front of you. Tough one against the Green Bay Packers Sunday. A tough one against the Green Bay Packers on Sunday that now have a pretty formidable defense who can get after it, which I think that's sort of maybe what's been missing on that team sure. these past couple of years. And now you add, we'll talk about them this week, the Smith brothers, Preston and Zadarius. They're two big free agent acquisitions. They can get after it. And so running the football pretty much, that's a if you can if you can run the football, that'll certainly help you on Sunday. All right, we're going to hear from Hunter Henry, Rayshon Jenkins, and Roderick Teamer. Then on the other side, ESPN's Eric Williams will join us. We'll talk more about the Chargers' Week 8 win against the Bears. All right, in the winning locker room with tight end Hunter Henry as the Chargers win this one, 17-16. Hunter, got a dub. <laughs> yeah. Goodness, man. Well, shoot, we're every single week it's going to come down to the wire. And that's just the NFL, so uh, shoot, it, it went our way this week, and uh, you know it's good to finally taste taste victory after a few weeks. I want to get into your game, but at the end, when he was about to kick that field goal, what was going on on the sidelines? Man, we were all just hoping. I remember Watt looked at me and was like, "Man, this whole season's been a story of one yard and missed kicks, um, and you know we just need a missed kick here." And I was like, "Yeah, I really hope he misses this." Uh, just to see him miss it, and wow, uh, so much just joy and excitement because you put so much into this, and hasn't hasn't gone our way uh, in the last couple of weeks. So uh, to finally get one go our way, and this is big for us. Yeah, you said it. It, it hasn't gone your way, but to come off uh, such a painful loss last week and to come on the road against a really good Bears team, a really good defense, mm-hmm. what does it say about just the the fight that you guys have week eight here? Yeah, uh, you know, I really thought defensively and uh, special teams wise I mean those guys played unreal uh, tremendous uh, it was really fun to watch those guys you know offensively we had spurts uh, where we were good we all I think we you know all as a receiving core we, we had mistakes where uh, we messed up we had drops and you know just big big mistakes uh, that you, you, you can't have and uh, you know we, we need to be better and I think we're not running the football still and that that's tough but um, you know, we're it's it's good to finally just get a win. You know, uh, yeah, I was gonna I mean, say, isn't it good to just go through things like, yeah. hey, you realize you have to run the football, but you, right. you're, you're figuring things out in a win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it it makes it a little bit better uh, watching film. You know, and going through it, it's like, all right, we <laughs> we won, and uh, you can look at things. You look at things through a different little lens. Uh, but you know, we still know offensively we need to be better. Four for forty-seven for you today, and you were about a yard from ending it. Yeah. I was on the sidelines. I saw you. What were the emotions when, when you knew you were that close to maybe getting oh, that man. first down? I was all I was all out, all in on that. Uh just trying to get it just give it my all and uh golly, uh to be whatever it is, like an inch or whatever, half a half a yard short. Um I mean, I was just I was devastated because I really wanted to end it there and I really gave it my all. Um so I was pretty I was pretty mad, upset at myself. Last three games, man, you, you've been you really – the offense has run through you essentially. Um, to, to come back from that injury and then kind of not miss a beat, how does that feel? Feels good. Feels good. Uh, you know, I worked my tail off uh, all off season, and then, you know, throughout this rehab early on in the season just to get back and so that I could, you know, be a factor when I got back. Um, you know, I – you know, I just I pride myself on trying to be consistent for this team, and uh, you know I want to be here for these guys, and so uh, I just try to give them all every time I'm out there. A nice shot in the arm for this team to get a win. Green Bay next week, but before you even think about Green Bay, just 
regrouping and getting back to what you guys were so good at last year, winning those close games and then stringing a little run together here. Yeah, we need that, uh, obviously. Very important. Big big games ahead. Uh, we have really good teams. But, you know, to start a streak, you need one. You know, you yep. got you to gotta, you gotta have one. You know, obviously, you can look back and be like, oh, we would have had this one or whatever. But, you know, forget it. Uh, you know, I think we have a lot of mentally tough guys in here. We've had a lot of injuries. Um, and so, you know, we just keep fighting, uh, keep plugging away and, uh, you know, try to beat our best next week. Just last thing, because you said it, just keep fighting. Last week, it was a yard. Mm-hmm. It was wide left today. I mean, mm-hmm. we're talking about one play yep. that decides a game. So just yep. to have that positive mindset, that positive attitude, right. hey, we fight, good things can happen. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, you know, you never know when it's going to be that play. And I think there's plays throughout the game, too, that are, you know, maybe one play that's big that we need to make, too. Um to maybe not put us ourselves in that position, but uh, obviously, you know, our field goal block team, goodness, they're uh, obviously one of the best in the league. Oh, because, yeah. I mean, week after week, dudes are missing kicks. Guy missed two today. And really, the it's other been two, happening all year. Yeah, the other two are, I mean, they're gimmies, but they didn't look great. Uh, so, you know, I don't think it's just the kickers. I think it's our field goal block team and our special teams, uh, you know, doing a great job. Team win. Thanks, Hunter. Appreciate yeah, it, man. man. Thanks, man. All right, we're going to win the locker room. Rayshon Jenkins as the Chargers. What's up? What's up? Get a big win against the Chicago Bears. You guys were you guys were on the field for a long time, man. You guys were balling. Oh, yeah, man. Appreciate it, man. That's, I mean, that's what we tried to, you know, uh, get going before we even came in here, man. Just just get back to how we used to play, you know, um, continue to just set that standard and, you know, uh, you know uh, bring guys along. You know, and that was just, the, you know, the main focus of this week and just getting back on track as a football team. You held this team to 16 points. You knew they had seven total rushes last week. You knew they were going to try to run the football. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but you guys still, it seemed like they would get a play or two, right. but they were never really in sync. You guys kind of kept them kind of jumbled a little Man, bit all, all day. I would say so. I would say so. Um, I will say they, I, I feel like they did a good job of uh, managing their offense, um, you know, um, controlling what they could, could control. Sure. And, um, you know, just like you said, they did try to come in here and dominate us in the run, but, we, you know, we held our own. You know, they had one, um, <clears throat> I, I want to say, like, 50-yard run. Sure. But besides that, I feel like we uh, contained them pretty well. Yeah, you bottled them up. What was the key to kind of keeping Trubisky off schedule? Man, just throwing, you know, just, just getting back to our fundamentals, throwing some stuff at him, you know, that, that, that he probably hadn't really seen or, you know, seen from a previous team. Um, just stuff like that, you know, it's just different ways you game plan, different kind of guys. You know, we, we felt like that was going to be, you know, um, how we're going to kind of manipulate him this week. So, uh, but I, I, in my opinion, credit goes to him. I feel like he did a good job today. Yeah, yeah it came back down to their field goal team. It did. Yeah. So. It did. And, you know, this was a complete team. We were just talking to Hunter. He's like the defense and special teams mm-hmm. picked us up today. Even, even though, you know, Austin had that big touchdown, right. Mel got in the end zone. Mm-hmm. But talk about the team win, the team aspect, the team all three win. phases getting in man, the mix. Man, you know what I felt today, man, just energy, man. I just felt that energy from play one to play however many plays we played. It was there. Yeah, man, I just felt that energy. I felt like God just wanted it. And don't get me wrong, I feel like guys won it every uh, Sunday, but it was just that extra, you know, that extra something today. And it was just and it was just great to see and just great to uh, just, just be a part of. What was going through your mind when he lined up to kick that field goal? Man, I was just like, fire off the ball, 1,000 miles per hour, man. Hopefully his eye catches my body, you know, or something like that, just something to throw him off a little bit. And I feel like our guys, especially in the belly, the middle of our uh, field goal block unit, they're, man, they're, they're, they're doing a really good job this year. Um, I want to say that's like nine or ten missed kicks from field goal kickers against our field goal unit. Something's going on. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. So, so, I mean, we're doing something special there. And, you know, um, it, it, 
it definitely helped us today. Finally, to lose the way you guys lost last week and mm-hmm. then come back, mm-hmm. what does it say about the group of guys you got in this locker room? That we just have a, a, a different mindset. We got a different mindset, man. We don't let stuff dwell on us. Um, we don't, uh, you know, we, we don't sit and think about the past. You know, just like Phil says, man, just new beginning, new beginning, new beginning, every day, every day, every day. So we do a good job of that, just staying, you know, kind of inside the bunker and keeping, um, just keeping the crowd nose up. Yeah. Good playing right back, too, right? Oh, yeah, man. Great playing right back. It's always great with a dub. Absolutely. Rayshon Jenkins, always appreciate it, man. Yeah, I appreciate you, Chris. All right, big-time defensive effort from the Chargers as they beat the Bears here at Soldier Field in the locker room with Roderick Teamer. Roderick, describe that victory, man. Um, I mean, it's really exciting for us. Uh, we needed it. We had a couple games that were close. I mean, I believe all the games that we lost were by less than seven points or something like that. So we really needed a victory. We needed something to go our way. Um, however you can get it, you take it and try to build off of it. No doubt. And, and for you, I feel like each and every game you get more comfortable playing at the NFL level. Does it feel that way to you? Most definitely. Um, and I credit all that to my coaches and teammates. Uh, I started off rough my first start, blowing some coverages and things like that. But they stuck with me, and they understood, and they worked with me. My teammates all, always encouraged me. Coaches always encouraged me. So I'm only going to keep getting better, and I'm going to keep improving for this team. Sean, I just talked to him, and you knew the Bears were going to come in here and try to run the football. They only ran it seven times last week. What was the game plan going into this Sunday against the Bears? We need to stop the run. We need to be physical. We, we knew that their offense was under some heat and under some criticism. So obviously the things that they were being criticized about, they're going to try to change for the next game. Mm-hmm. And running the ball was one of those things. Taking some deep shots down the field was one of those things. So coming into the game, we knew what to expect. When you see last week and uh, just the difficult loss and the comeback, and it's just a play here or there that can really decide a game and then really change the season. So do, do you feel like coming off a win like this, it can really kind of set the course for the rest of 2019? Definitely. I mean, it gets frustrating, you tr- and you try not to, but it gets frustrating when you have close games that you just can't seem to figure out. So, I mean, like I said, for this to happen for us, you know, we take wins any kind of way you can get them in this league. Every every team is great. Yeah. You know, some teams just execute better than others. So we're excited about this, and we definitely want to build off of it. What can you guys do to build off it with Green Bay next up at home? Um, get another win. That's the only way you can build off of a win is to get another one. Yep. Yes, sir. Roger Teamer, appreciate your time, man. Thank you. All right, we now bring in Eric Williams, ESPN. And Eric, Haley and I shared our thoughts at the top. Your reaction to the win in Chicago? I think it's like um, a shooter going through a slump where they just haven't seen the ball go into the net. And, like, once you actually see it go through the net, maybe that gives you a little more confidence. I think the Chargers needed to see like a W in the win column, um, no matter how ugly it was. And certainly it, it wasn't pretty, um, you know, at Chicago. But but being able to get that win and, and try to build and sustain some momentum off of that, um, I think it's important. Um, and and I, I think, you know, any win is a confidence booster just because it's so hard to get them in the league. Um, so sitting at three and five, I think they're, they're – they're two games back of, of Kansas City, which is a little surprising. Um, but, you know, you have the Packers coming in town. The Packers are playing lights out right now. So it's certainly going to be a daunting task for them to, to try to, to get ready to face Aaron Rodgers and, and what the Packers are going to bring. 
one of the things, obviously, Coach Lynn talked about after the game were some things that need to get corrected, and one of them is running the football. Mm -hmm. So when you talk about the Packers coming in, they now, as I mentioned earlier with Chris, have a pretty formidable defense. How do they rectify that and get that going? Well, that was one of the promising things I thought that came out of that game was Melvin finally kind of looked like himself late. Mm-hmm. That that run, that touchdown run is like, oh, okay, that's, that's the Melvin we know. Um, and I think, you know, Melvin's kind of talked about it. He needs more carries in order to get a rhythm going, you know, week in and week out. And so to me, that was like a positive sign for the running game, that, that explosive run, just because we haven't, we haven't seen any of them. Um, and so maybe that's something that he can kind of latch onto through the week and, and put in his memory bank and, and it'll help him get going in the following week. So the other thing I was just doing a little bit of research, I'm doing a story on Hunter Henry. Um, they've, they've ran two tight end sets or more than two tight ends, just 19 times total uh, in the last three weeks since Henry's been back. So they haven't used a lot of two tight end sets. Now they haven't been very successful running the football when they've, when they've ran those, but it seemed like last year when they were running the football effectively, they were using two tight end sets to, to be able to set the edge and spring Melvin loose on the outside. So I'm interested if, if maybe they try to do that a little bit more because now they have the depth to be able to do that. They need to run the football, though. They, they yeah. need to create some type of balance, and so defenses just can't pin their ears back and come out to fill them. And so the other, the other thing I, I, I thought uh, from the game was I thought Russell Oakland played pretty well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was surprised at how well he played, to be honest. And and it was it was a uh, it was a difference because Philip had a lot of time back there to throw, and looked uh, more comfortable than he had in weeks past. And so um, maybe with Russell in there, the protection is a little better, and now you can run the football with a little more authority than you have in weeks past. Well, Eric, I think that's going to have to be a priority on Sunday with an offense like Green Bay's coming to town. Yeah. You can't yep. have your defense on the field for 38 minutes against the Packers. No. <laughs> and rarely do you win games in the NFL with the time of possession that lopsided. So they're going to have to make a concerted effort to run the football and keep Aaron Rodgers off the field. Yeah. And more than 12 attempts, I think, is going to have to do it. Yeah, I've seen that movie before because I've, I've covered Green Bay a lot in the past during my time when I covered Seattle. Mm-hmm. And that's that's not a recipe for success. You don't want that. Aaron, no. <laughs> 70, 80 plays to run offense. Um, so, yeah, you are going to have to kind of play keep away a little bit. And one thing you do that is by sustaining drives and creating balance and running football. But like Philip says, you also have to score points because the Packers are going to put points on the board. So you're going to have to match. Uh, you know, if they get seven, you're going to have to go get seven. Um, the other thing with, with Aaron, and I think the Chargers are set up pretty good for this, is you need to be able to get pressure with four guys up front. You, you really can't blitz Aaron because he, he sees it so quick and he's able to get to his, his hot routes, and those end up uh, turning into explosive games. So when I covered the Seahawks and when Gus was the defensive coordinator, he had a lot of success in, in getting four rushers. And, and for the Chargers, that would be Joey and Melvin, obviously, and then make sure they're getting a push up front and then playing coverage behind that and keeping all those, those guys in front of them so they don't give up a lot of explosive plays. When you have a guy who knows Aaron Rodgers pretty well and Casey Hayward back there, too. You do, and, and I think Casey's going to be a key because, like you said, he's practiced against them day in and day out when he was there in Green Bay and, and knows Aaron's tendencies and, and what he likes to lean on in terms of bread and butter plays. So I'm sure coaches will be in Casey's. We'll have Casey talking this week and, and, and try to give them a little bit of insight, too. 
Eric, you mentioned getting to Rodgers with four. It's early in the week, obviously, but I'm interested to see whether or not we're going to get Justin Jones and Brandon Meebane back. Not having those guys over the last two weeks, obviously another hit to the defense, but they held their own. Mm-hmm. They did, and, and give credit to the guys that were replacing them. You know, Damian Square and Jerry Tillery. Sylvester Williams played a yeah, lot, you know, making 30 snaps, something like that. Um, so those guys held their own in there, although, you know, they did give up over 150 rushing yards. And that was one of the reasons why the Bears had so many snaps is because the Chargers struggled getting off the field in third down. And that's been an issue for them all season. Mm-hmm. I think they're one of the worst teams in terms of third down defense. And that's one of the, the things that uh, the building blocks that Bradley kind of looks towards in terms of defense you know, point scored, third down defense, uh, and takeaways. Um, and, and so that's something that they need to, to, to fix and, and get better at. Uh, but I do think overall uh, the, the 2D tackles that uh, were in there did a solid job. And I think in particular they, they did a pretty good job of pushing the pocket so Bosa and Ingram could get home. Speaking of one half of those guys, Joey Bosa, I mean, we talked about him last week and the kind of performance that he put up in Tennessee, and he did it again. And yeah. – it's kind of cool when we watch Joey play and then we look at the Niner stats and what Nick's doing right now. I just think it's so awesome that, to watch these two brothers play at such a high level. But just what impresses you about Joey and what even what he was able to do this past Sunday? And Eric, before you answer that, did you envision Nick having a better game than Joey? Because that was hard to believe. <laughs> yeah. I, I watched the interception yeah. on our plane as we were before we we took off and I was like dude Joey just had an incredible game and, and his brother one-upped him in, in the one o'clock window yeah I'd like to see what their chats like in between, you know when they're going back and forth because <laughs> oh I'm gosh. sure there's some smack talking going on between the yeah. both the brothers because they, they seem to be trying to one-up each other it's like oh, okay you got two sacks well I'm gonna get you know three sacks and an interception or whatever uh Nick did uh, in the game after Joey's um, I think the one thing that stands out, though, for Joey, for, for me, and I, and I think Coach Lynn said it, is his unselfishness. Mm-hmm. Um, we know he can get after the passer. I mean, that's kind of what he's known for, and that's kind of what he's always working on. But really, the reason why the defense has been successful is because his willingness to, to play the run as well as, you know, going after the quarterback. Um, and he's just made plays where you're just like, wow, like, how did he do that? Like, the one play where Trubisky – I think kept it on the option, and and Joey oh, he just, read it right he did away. his assignment, read it perfectly, and and hemmed them up, made an open field tackle. Gets a pretty good athlete as a defensive end. Um, it's those kind of plays that have really been standing out to me. Not necessarily, uh, you know, the sacks, which you expect. It's been those tackles for loss on running plays where if he doesn't make that tackle, it, it could be explosive game. If the record was flipped, if the Chargers were five and three instead of three and five, this guy would be maybe the leader for Defensive Player of the Year, I think. Yeah, you know, for a lot of different reasons, he's probably not getting the recognition he deserves right now. Uh, but, you know, that's the way the league works. You know, you have to win games in order for your your top players to shine, and that's why his brother is getting a lot of shine right now because the team that he plays on is undefeated and they're playing at a really high level right now. But things could change. You know, we're halfway through the season. Um, you know, it's a 16-game schedule, um, and it always fluctuates week to week in terms of what teams are having success and what teams are struggling. So who knows what's going to happen four weeks from now. Maybe that narrative changes a little bit. Hopefully that narrative does change, but regardless, again, his rookie year, Chargers won 5-11. and 11. 
that guy didn't play four games and he still walked out with defensive rookie <laughs> right. of the year. That's so right. The Bosa's, Bosa's have an impact in this league. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, talented players, both of them. And again, I think it's cool that there's that, that competi- competition between the two brothers that, that serves as motivation along with everything else that they, they use to kind of motivate themselves on a daily basis. Eric, a couple quick ones for you. Haley and I talked about this at the top. Opponents have missed nine field goals and five extra points this year <laughs> against the Chargers. What's going on? <laughs> I have no idea, but uh, uh, Daniel Popper Pop has been kind of from the athletic updating me weekly on what's going on with that, and, it, and it's been fun to kind of just look at that because it's so weird. Now, you know, Coach Lynn rightly, you know, is, is taken – uh, some of the credit for that based on, you know, the, the field goal block unit and their ability to, to put pressure on kickers. And it, it does seem like that's having an effect. Uh, but other than that, I mean, I, you know, I, I think guys are just missing um, for whatever reason. And you'll take it, right? I mean, yep. this is a team that in the past, as we've seen, uh, have struggled with their kicking situation. So, if you're the Chargers, you like the fact that, you know, it's kind of working your way uh, in terms of opposing kickers. It hasn't um, resulted in enough wins, unfortunately, but it did result in a win, you know, in Chicago. And uh, I don't know if, it, you know, the win just kicked up a little bit, Pinero, but uh, if you're the Chargers, you'll take it. Yep. Eric, we'll get you out of here on this. Three and five is not where this team wanted to be at the midway point silver lining though we keep talking about the fact that they've only had one division game you got five games left to go with AFC West opponents Packers a tough one Sunday but there's still a lot to be played for the entire division loss on Sunday yeah so everybody kind of came back to them uh again I think uh the Chargers are, are two games back of the, of the Chiefs is that correct I think Chiefs are five and three back. now after so and and they play the Chiefs twice um, and like you said, they have five games total in the AFC West still remaining. Um, so you still have a chance. You know, even though you haven't played well the first half of the season, um, you're going to get some guys back in terms of, you know, playmakers like Derwin James and uh, Adrian Phillips and, and, and Michael Badgley. They're, they're going to eventually get healthy, and, and, and that will help your depth and just add um, pieces, uh, particularly on the defense side of the ball where you're just playing a lot of young guys there. It'd be nice for Gus to have some of those veterans back. Um, so you still have a lot of things to play for, and that should motivate, you know, the, the guys. Um, but this is a big game on Sunday. Um, you know, people are going to be paying attention to this game because Aaron Rodgers nationally, and I think if you're Philip Rivers and, and the rest of that group, you want to come out and, and, and have a good showing. The biggest stat from Monday, Haley and I are both very proud of. Eric Williams gets his first. Gets his first podcast dub. win. E-dub with the dub. <laughs> E-dub with the dub. That's you, what we care about here on the right? final so drive, I could, Eric. I, I, so I could, I could have that. I got the monkey off my back. Finally. Finally. <laughs> you, did, you called it, though. You, you did call it, it last week. I did. I did guarantee a win. Yeah. <laughs> Let's listen to Eric Williams guaranteeing the win right here on the final drive. You know, I'm just hoping for a win so I can be on the podcast and <laughs> And know Still that, not hedge on after a win. Yeah, you know, I, I I'm saying it right now, Chargers are going to beat the Bears. There you go. Okay, just putting that out there. Good. So there you go, buddy. You guaranteed it. What do you got for us this week? You got anything? Or you just want to keep it? Keep your uh, keep your cards close on a Monday. I'm going to keep it close to the vest. You know, okay. it's still early in the week. 
um, you know, I, 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 I did what I did last week and, and, and I was fortunate enough that the Chargers came through. Uh, but I don't know if I'll be making any more guarantees for the rest of the year. Okay, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. Eric Williams, ESPN, on the final drive. He joins us every post game. Always appreciate your time, buddy, and uh, look forward to seeing you at the facility this week. Sure. Sounds good. Thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate it.